podcast for the new cruiser and beyond. I'm your host, Leslie. And I'm Rick. Yeah, today we're going to do something really cool. We're, uh, we're continuing on with the Booking to Disembarking series. And today we are covering travel agents mm-hmm. and if you should use them. And today we really have something very special, huh? Yeah, we absolutely do. We had a great conversation with our podcast partner, Jen Green from MEI Travel. We're going to jump right into the interview. Hey, Jen. How's it going? Thanks for calling in today. Good. How are you, Leslie? Good. Doing good. Happy to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have a good, a great partner for sure. (laughs) Somebody who knows what they're doing. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) A couple questions for you, Jen. So kind of start off lighthearted here. If if you could go on a cruise any time in history, would it be a past cruise or a future cruise? Hmm. I think it would be a future cruise. Future cruise. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it would be a future cruise. Um, and I think it would be like an exploration cruise. I, I think I'd get away from like ocean cruising, okay. um, you oh, know, wow. to the to the palm trees and maybe go to Antarctica because um, those like have really piqued my interest lately. So I think that's like a bucket list, definite, like smaller ship, um, going out on the Zodiac, seeing penguins and polar bears and, you know. That's that just, cool. Yeah. That just feels like the coolest thing to do, like it's definitely interesting but then i'm also watching this like nine month cruise and i'm kind of fascinated with that as well so <laughs> i don't know like yeah, i'm kind of like i want to yeah i'm like maybe i just want to get on like a segment like what do you what do you guys do for a living like what are we doing here for months at a time on board really um, really so yeah it's fascinating like watching everybody on this cruise and kind of the dynamic so i don't know but i definitely think it would be a future cruise i don't think it would be any cruises from the past I agree. Oh, that is cool. I I do too because I don't know. I'm I'm maybe about the Titanic and those kind. I don't know. Yeah, I'm no. okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. No, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> okay, and okay. So next question is, what is your favorite ship and why? Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I am uh, like unashamedly a Royal Caribbean girl. So um, I'm always going to go with Royal. Mm. Um. Right now, it's Wonder of the Seas. I, I know a lot of people like the, the mega ships aren't their thing, but I think that with Wonder, they kind of took all of the little pieces of all the other Oasis class ships and like perfected them with Wonder. And then they kind of plussed the dining experience with Mason Jar and 150 Central Park. And, and just there's just so much on board for everybody. Um, so I think as far as, you know, uh, ships that I've sailed on, I think Wonder is my favorite. Um, I do have Icon coming up, so I guess we'll have to chat after and see, yeah, you and know, see where I'm at. But I'm um, it's there a, with you. you know, it's a new ship class, so I, um, I love the Oasis class. So um, I'm I'm curious to see how the Icon class kind of stands out. And but for for now, uh, ships sailing is Wonder of the Seas is absolutely my favorite ship right now. That's mine too. Just saying, that is mine. Yeah, too. that and then the it's allure. a great ship. Mm. Yeah, I do love allure. Allure oh. has like um, that Oasis class nostalgia uh-huh. with like uh-huh. still having like the champagne bar and it doesn't have the water slides. And I know she's going to be amplified soon, and then you know all of that'll go away. But for now, I mean, and I think she looks great for being oh. like as old as she is. Like for I, sure, 
Absolutely. Yeah, she looks amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely have a little bit of nostalgia for um, for Laura as well, but she looks great. I saw her last November when she went to Galveston, and I was shocked at not being amplified how good that ship looks. It, uh-huh. I agree 100%. Yeah. I, I absolutely yeah. love that ship, too. Yeah, because yeah, we, we sailed Allure in 2019, and as soon as we got off, we rebooked it. Yeah. And then oh. something like the pandemic yeah, hit. Yeah, the pandemic hit. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah. It's it's hugely popular. Like, I book a ton of Allure, um, especially now that she's doing the three and four nights from Port Canaveral. I mean, right. it is, it's become really popular. So I'm curious to see um, what might take her place in 2025 on those three and four nights. Because mm-hmm. they haven't come out yet. So wow. uh, I don't know if it's going to be Symphony or Wonder because we haven't seen those schedules yet. So oh, I guess wow. we'll have to. I know. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But they'll be coming out next month because we still oh, okay. don't have a 2025 schedule for um, Symphony, Wonder, Navigator. I think those are the three that we're still missing for 2025. Well, then the Utopia is coming out too. Um, yeah. So we still have that one doing short nights. So are they going to move Utopia somewhere and, you know, keep, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's anybody's game at this right. point. Yeah. But oh, with the, sure. the new, um, Galveston port can hold the larger ships. So they can definitely spend more Oasis class over there. Hmm. Have you sailed from Galveston? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They just do mainly Western Caribbean. There's some longer ones that will go to Coco Cay, uh, like a nine night, but they mainly do five and seven nights. And there's usually like, there's Harmony is going to be there. And then Mariner's about to go there for oh, their okay. five nights. Oh, nice. So, wow. yeah. So Mariner will be doing five night Western and Harmony will be doing seven night Western primarily. There's a couple of long ones, but not many. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So, so as you know, you know, we just booked was at the brilliance of the seas out of New Orleans. Have you, have you sailed yes. out of there? Because we, we haven't. I have not. I have not sailed out of New Orleans. I heard it's like a really nice port um, and easy to get in and out of. So I'm curious to see. Once more people start sailing out of there, um, especially with Royal going there, I'm curious to see how people like it compared to the other ports. Galveston was fantastic. Nice. Uh, the port there is stunning. And it was. I've, I don't think I've ever embarked and disembarked faster. Than Galveston, it was wow. crazy how fast it was. Yeah, wow. so yeah, it took. I I mean, I was on the ship in ten minutes, and I was off within five. So oh. I mean, it was yeah. Oh, that's the, great. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty crazy how quickly it went. But I know New Orleans is has an older port, but I have heard it's very efficient. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, cool. Dang. Well, we'll do some research for you, and we'll. We'll talk about it. Yeah, let me know. (laughs) For sure, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, you sent us there. (laughs) Yeah, I did. My fault. (laughs) Funny. Okay, yeah, just moving on. Uh, We've got some travel agent stuff now. Um, Yeah. What, uh, I mean, you you hook us up all the time with these fantastic prices. How do you get such good prices? Um, it's just this magical power I have. That, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, I love it. And that's, that's why I used Jen Green from yeah, MEI. Right? <laughs> from MEI. Great. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. So, um, so our agency is a little bit of um, status with Royal, and it's also um, the consortia that we're part of. They get 
you know, they have a preferred status with Royal Caribbean. And so they're able to a lot, you know, like X amount of this like astronomical, like rock bottom, sometimes half off published fares wow. uh, pricing for us. But like once they're gone, they're gone. So if there are five ocean view balconies, like that's it. You can't call in and get more. Okay. That's just what it is. And we don't, we don't get like notifications of like here's all the sailings like if you just pull up a sailing and they happen to have these special rates um for the signature travel network then you know i almost always try to offer this to my clients first if we have them um or if maybe like the sailing before or after that they're looking at if they're not dead set on their dates uh we might lock them in on that but i mean the pricing is is pretty like pretty rock bottom most of the time yeah it's good that's good and so, yeah and if the, like speaking of price, if the price drops, how do you, do you get like a notification? Do you just look for that? Like how um, do you watch we, for those? Yeah, I actually have special software that alerts me every Wednesday. Um, if um, It's called Cruise Track and it just pings me if the price has changed. So um, sometimes it'll ping me because say Royal came out with their own board credit sale and they're saying like, oh, this is a better offer. It's often not a better offer. Um, so I have to, you know, go in and just kind of like see what's, what's what and what's best for the client at that point. But, um, it sends me a list every week and I just go through it usually on Thursdays or Fridays. And, um, if somebody needs to be repriced, then I'll reprice it. Sometimes you can upgrade for, you know, sometimes only 10 or $15 more, depending on what the pricing or the sale looks like. So sometimes there's the opportunity for people to get like a really good upgrade that you know when they booked they were like oh we can all you know we can only do ocean view right now but then you know oh there's a balcony because the new sale came out and it only costs 20 dollars more than what you're paying now per Jeez. person so you know sometimes those opportunities arise too but yeah, yeah we have software that um alerts us when pricing changes so wow. it's nice because i don't have to go through yeah that would be a lot yeah reservation <laughs> <to> do it <laughs> that by hand would but, be a lot yeah yeah, it's a lot. So it's yeah. nice to, to get that. And then, like I said, usually like at the end of the week, I try to do like repricing and <laughs> see what I can find for people. Does it, with, with cruising being so popular now, does mm -hmm. uh, are you seeing changes or is it kind of a supply and demand thing right now? Um, it is it is absolutely supply and demand right now. Yeah. I have, I've been a travel agent for 11 years. I have never seen such a demand for cruising across the board every cruise line every major cruise line uh you know wow. ncl carnival celebrity royal um they are all like huh. selling out a year a year and a half in advance as soon as these dates open up people are contacting me and they're like hey we want to book for 2025 i have some people already booked for 2026 so oh i mean gosh. that that is how much people are like thinking ahead and you know want to ensure that they're getting the best pricing uh because the further out you book the cheaper the cruise is they're right. you know it used to be back in the day you know you could sell for 150 bucks on a three-night cruise because you were a florida resident and you live near a port and you could be like oh hey are there any weekend cruises well yeah. they're not going out empty anymore right. right those those rates like they don't exist like there i know matt is also a big proponent of this from our Korean blog where he says you know don't wait book now and you know i'll watch me like your travel agent will watch for your pricing which is true uh because it's just going to keep going up and up and up and it's we're not seeing them go down the more filled the ship is the more expensive it is 
Right. So yeah, uh, it is absolutely a supply and demand thing, um, one hundred percent. And and you just don't book cruises, right? No, I book all destinations. I book uh, land and sea, Europe, Universal, Walt Disney World. It doesn't wherever you want to go, I can get you there. Oh, okay. That's that's great to know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And and what about like travel insurance? I know Leslie and I we usually get travel insurance. What, what what's your thought on that? So I think travel insurance is a really great way to protect your investment. Um, at the end of the day, even if your policy is like, you know, the the basic policy, like some offer like premium, some offer standard, um, you know, you're probably going to get a credit back. So you're not just throwing away your money uh, because you don't, you are insured and heaven forbid something happens and you can't make your ship, you know, you can't really call and say, you know, hey, my, you know, this happened or whatever. They're not really they're gonna be like well everybody would call and say yeah, I don't so, care. <laughs> yeah so uh once you're paid in full especially for cruises uh there there are penalty fees and there's really not much going back and there's no flexibility on it so you uh you pay in full 90 days before your departure and then after that it's you know it's 100 percent cancellation penalty after that so you know if, if you're making a huge investment in your vacation uh you know, you definitely should insure it just like you do your car or your house or yourself with your own, you know, health insurance. Like you just want to protect that investment and protect yourself as much as you possibly can, even if it just ends with you getting a credit at the end of the day because you had to cancel. Uh, Because you're probably still going to take that vacation. You're just not able to take it right then and there. Yep. That's very smart. Yeah. And it just feels, you feel a little safer too. Like you just, in, in the back of your mind, you know, okay, like you said, even if something comes up and I can't go to this one, I can book it six months down the road and I'm still going to be pretty much okay. Yeah. It, it's, it gives you peace of mind that like, oh, I just spent, you know, $8,000 right. and, you know, hope, hopefully nothing happens. But if something does happen and then like in the case of something happens that is like out of, you know, say the traveler's control, the cruise line will do whatever they can to try to you know, make it right. So if there's like a hurricane or something, then absolutely. But that doesn't really cover the fact that you want to fly in a day early, but the airport closed because the hurricane's coming the next day. Um, <laughs> you know, you you still want to be insured for those reasons. Um, right. So unless something happens, like once you're on board or while you're sitting in the terminal, you know, you just want to make sure that you're covered and that you know, you can get something back for your investment. Yeah, that's 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 smart. That's that's why we get it. Absolutely, <laughs> we yeah. like it. <laughs> All right. So the last question we have for you is: Besides your magic wand, how your do Jedi you... power? <laughs> <laughs> your Jedi power. How do you? Why is it the person should work with a travel agent? It's just like because you could go online, book your own. But why would you suggest somebody work with a travel agent? So working in the travel agent is a dedicated point of contact for you. And in, you know, in most cases, first of all, you need to do your research. You need to make sure that your travel agent is licensed, has, you know, has experience in what you're looking for. If you find somebody and they're like, hey, you know, I I know, especially at MEI, like if somebody comes to me with something that I am just completely unversed in, I'll give it to an agent that is. Because Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, kind of just like, uh, DSing my way through it. Um, I'd rather them have the same experience that I would be able to give them by knowing the product. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do do that. And we also have like a great support system where we 
talk to other agents and, and confer on things that, you know, hey, I'm kind of stuck on this. But it's a, it's just a dedicated point of contact for you to get you the best experience possible. You know, once you make your deposit, then you can start planning whether you're going to Disney World, Universal, you're going on a cruise, you're going to Europe, um, you know, and you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, great, now I have to make another monthly payment because I'm going to do that for you if you want to do a monthly payment. Um, if the price drops, I'm going to do that for you. If Disney World comes out with a discount and you booked it full price, I'm going to try to get that discount for you. So almost everything once you book is like retroactive. So if somebody books for today, for December, for Disney World and Disney World drops, you know, another free dining promotion in June, well, I'm going to make sure that that client hopefully gets that free dining promotion, even though they booked in January, you know, uh-huh. if it's not for new bookings, then, you know, as long as it's not for new bookings, um, that you're going to get your cruise documents, your luggage tags. Uh, usually we send, uh, you know, like a stateroom gift or on credits or, you know, whatever we can. There's just a very um, personal touch to having an agent as uh-huh. opposed to, Booking with Expedia or Travelocity or one of those third, even Costco Travel, and I'm, you know, I'm not <laughs> knocking any of these because no, they're right. not all terrible, right? Um, but if you're fine with talking to a call center employee whenever, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're open, that's fine. But right. you know, if I am a client at the port right now checking in and they're having a problem, they can call me on my cell phone on a Sunday and get me not a call center, and I'm going to try to help them if they're on board and they have an issue. They can email me and I could try to escalate it, you know, to somebody above me within whichever supplier we're using and see if they can do something ship side um, because my capabilities kind of stop shore side. <laughs> so there's just a lot of uh, relationships that we have as travel agents with our vendors and with our suppliers that kind of help get things done or if there's an issue or, you know, mediation is involved because of a major issue. Um, I will tell you that the travel agents um, became hugely beneficial during uh, the pandemic because travel didn't happen for two years. And we spent countless hours on the phone, on hold, uh, getting our clients their money back. And there are mm-hmm. still people out there in 2024 that have not gotten their money back from third parties. Oh, geez. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's wow. some nightmare stories out there. And, you know, even if at the end of the day, like someone wasn't giving cash back, uh, they all got credit. There was something given mm-hmm. back. And it was as timely as it could be. I mean, that was a nightmare for everybody. But it's just a, a personal point of contact. And, you know, if, if I'm traveling, there's somebody here in my place that you know, it's going to cover for me. So if a client right. reaches out, it's not like, oh, sorry, Jen's on vacation. Yeah. Can't, you know, can't help <laughs> you right now. Um, there is someone else, you know, so you want to work with a travel agent that is certified, licensed, and their agency is, is accredited and has everything, you know, that, that you're looking for in a partnership. Um, I often say, like, my clients are very much like friends of mine. Like, I would cruise with them or go on vacation with most of them because I feel like we've developed a relationship where, um, you know, like I know what their kids are doing for their birthdays or I know what they're doing for their anniversary or whatever. <laughs> because that's part of my job, you know, because right. a lot of times they're calling me to plan those things. So I know like when these big moments are happening and stuff. So it's kind of exciting and fun for me as an agent to like have this little 
part in people's lives. Um, and they come back and they're just so excited because of, you know, whatever happened on that trip and then they're ready to plan their next one. So I just think that aside from, you know, saving you money, keeping you organized, um, you know, ultimately you want an agent that is accessible to you. Um, and I don't mean like 24 seven, uh, <laughs> Within oh, reason, we can't call like, you in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, because oh. some people do think that, but oh, um, you know, <laughs> and are experts, you know, and and know what they're talking about, not just you know, somebody be like, oh, you want to go to Alaska in January? Well, that's not an option. Yeah, you know, no, you're and, not. And so, <laughs> yeah, so you know, huh. you you want to make sure that it's someone who knows, you know, all the ins and outs of the trade. Someone who continues to, um do continuing ed for not only themselves but their clients to just make sure that they're always on top of the latest trends and everything going on in travel um yeah because it's changed so much especially since covid you know a lot of the rules have kind of dropped with going to different countries and different places but there are just still a lot of things that have changed that people need to be aware of yeah uh and i think that you know and as far as that goes like us being like okay well here's the deal now with this so i I definitely think it's helpful to people to have an agent that they trust and they know and that's a point of contact and even if you only ever book one vacation you know because you don't vacation a lot it doesn't matter i'm not going to treat you any differently um every client is valuable and important whether you're booking a forty thousand dollar trip or an eight hundred dollar weekend cruise it doesn't matter to me like rick always says you are the easy button. That's how yeah. we tell people. I'm sure, She's yeah, the easy button. It's so true. I mean, it, it's so funny because people like, you know, I have a lot of regular clients like you guys that just shoot me an email and say, hey, I need some pricing. All right, book it, you know? And I love those types of clients because it just makes my life so much easier where I'm like, all right, great. I didn't have to give 700 options, but I will give 700 options if I need to. <laughs> I mean, it's like by the time we get something in our head, we have yeah. a contract and it's signed within 20 minutes with you. Literally. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's that yeah. easy. Yeah. I definitely am very accessible uh, to my clients, especially my regular clients. Like I like to make sure like, oh, this is the pricing today because you never know. It could go up tomorrow. Right. Um, so I try to get everyone, even if we're not depositing it because I might be out of the office, like we're at least getting it held and locked in at that rate. Um, yeah. So that's not like, oh, it's got to wait till Monday morning and then it's having to forbid $500 more. So right. um it's definitely, um, you know, worthwhile to work with an agent. I think and it definitely, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, and if, if, if you ever try to work with a travel agent that tries to charge you, that's a huge red flag. Right. Um, right. Yeah. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be charging you for their services because the suppliers pay us. Right. So. Which um, is great for you guys too. I mean, that it's a win-win for everybody. It really is. Yeah. It's it, a it's win-win. Just, it's just greedy when they charge um, fees. And some people are like, well, you know, I made this uh, elaborate itinerary. And, and, and it's like, well, okay, but that's your job. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't, I, so I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a red flag, though. Somebody's like, oh, well, we charge $50 for, you know, our planning services. Like, you just don't, that's just, you know, to us, especially at MEI, uh, we will never charge fees for our services. One thing you said about two minutes ago, when we reach out to you and you get prices mm-hmm. for us, how long is that that lock-in period? Um, I mean, it's like twenty-four hours. Oh, okay. uh, right around there, give or take. Yeah, I mean, 
it's it's not usually the same for like land. Like if I quote somebody Disney World on a Monday and they don't get back to me until Friday, the pricing hasn't changed. You know, that's pretty standard. Okay. Um, with like hotels and theme parks and things, they're they're not really going to change unless you're changing the dates. You know, if you wanted to go in March, but now you want to go in December, then it's probably going to cost you more. But when it comes to cruises, it's just so fluid. Um, you know, you could have a cruise that's completely wide open on Monday, and then you go out on Tuesday, and somebody, some company did a huge buyout. And oh. now the pricing is, you know, is double because the ship is half full now. Um, so it kind of goes hmm. back to the supply and demand thing. So again, yeah. So again, if like if we can get it held and locked in at whatever rate, um, and the the special fares that we spoke about, um, you know, if if you're even like debating it, you need to lock them in. Um, because the good thing about those special rates that I have is they're usually refundable uh deposit fares. Oh wow. so um yeah, so a lot of times uh people will book it and then, you know, if they change their mind, they can always cancel. Hopefully they don't, but um, it is usually a refundable um, deposit fare because it's a special rate. So that's kind of nice uh, because you have that kind of sense of security of like, okay, well, I think we're 99.9% sure, but just in case, you know, you're not going to lose your your $250 a person deposit um, for that. So yeah, with cruising, it's, it's definitely better to lock it in uh, sooner than later with cruising because it's just so fluid. It's never the same price the next day. That's great. Yeah, some that was great. Great information. Happy to help. We're we're just so grateful that you're you're part of this this channel. Yeah, I'm happy to be. You you are the easy button. You need to change your <laughs> you need to change your phone number to one eight hundred easy think, button. I should. I really should. You need to go like Google yeah. and get a new phone number. I know. <laughs> I think should. I've I've definitely booked a couple like family members and a couple of um I know I've booked one of your friends, so I definitely appreciate the referrals and hopefully this continues to to grow. And we'll, awesome. you know, well, have some yep. fun with it down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, spending some time with us today. Yeah. And uh, Not a problem. Thanks we'll, for having me. Uh, yep. And we'll be talking soon, Jen. Thank okay. You. Talk to you guys soon. All yep. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Man, that was some really good information. We've been using her since, what, December? 2022? Yeah. Yeah. Like, every time we every time we talk to her, we, we learn something, so... It's, uh, she's, she's, she's amazing. She really is. She's really good. So yeah, just uh, as we normally talk about, you know, you can always email us any of your questions. Uh, we encourage you to, to reach out to, to Jen Green at MEI Travel for any of your vacationing dreams. She definitely is the easy button. All of her info and our information will always be in the show notes for every episode. So we're just grateful that she spent some time with us today. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time.